When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Alex Brampernard Rasmussen. Andy Brampernard. Co-host Catherine Brandt. Hey, look at that. Now we're talking. Now we're kicking into high gear. So any big plans now? Because it's also Ash Wednesday. Oh, it is. Yeah. Big day. Big day. It's a big day. You can it's get ashes on your noggin. a tragic day what? for Pop-Tart lovers everywhere. Why? What? The inventor of the Pop-Tart has died. Who's that? I would have Will Post. Oh, he's actually a member oh, of the like Post, Post family? Like I think so. Yeah. Oh. Well. He died at the age of 96. I was going to say. Which I is mean, younger than I thought he would have been, because when I think Pop-Tarts, I think, like, you know, they've always existed. Uh, it feels very 50s to me. Uh, his, I don't know who Marjorie Merriweather Post was, but she was the one that uh, built Mar-a-Lago, yes. right. where yeah. Trump is doing his thing. Let's see, well, William we know Post. he died with a decent amount of money. Uh, he sure did. <laughs> he was comfortable. Yeah. We know that. Oh, different Will Post. Oh, really? Will Post was the winner of the Pennsylvania Lottery. Shortly afterward, his brother tried to have him murdered for the inheritance. Okay, sure. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Not sure. the right one. Great. Different William Post. Great. Different guy. I was like, wow, he won the lottery and then invented the Pop-Tart? Yeah. <laughs> nope. Wow. Well, you know, lucky guy. Mm, well, I don't yeah. know where uh, Bill Post lived. Bill Post. Michigan Post native. He was Williams. Michigan native, yeah, but I don't know where he lived at the end of his life. Well, maybe where, he wasn't even part story? of that family. Maybe it's just a different post. I wonder, actually. No, he it might... had to be, because that's like a yeah. Food well, but Pop Tarts aren't like... Post, are they? Aren't they like General Mills or something? Well, I think it, it was doesn't like Post. You know, own... they all buy each uh, yeah, other. Yeah, it's all like a conglomerate. I don't know. I don't think he was part of the like that Post family. Really? Yeah, I think it was a coincidence. What can one say? That's oh, yeah. all I know. Famous Today, cereal guy named Post. Maybe he Famous sold it to guy. some conglomerate. Pop-Tarts. Let's see. Pop-Tarts are Kellanova, whatever the... Kellogg's. Kel Kellogg's, yes. Yeah. Kellogg's. Well, it was Kellogg's until this year. Now it's Kellanova, which is formerly the Kellogg Company. Is the cereal going to be Kellanova Kellogg's now? is gone. Yeah, it's Kellanova cereal, and it's not Kellogg anymore. What? Oh. Yeah, Kellogg's is gone. 
Why? What? Because everybody has to rebrand. Yep. Because some, somebody got mad. Yep, some dumb thing that I'm sure doesn't matter at all. Well, today at my children's school is a very big day because it's Ash mm. Wednesday and they go to a religious school. It's Valentine's mm -hmm. Day and it's the second grade teacher's birthday. Wow. So Fawn's class, class is just going to be flying high today. Yeah. They so are. I have a question. Oh. Are all... See, I didn't know that. I never knew this, and I never even thought of it, to tell you the truth, but so St. Valentine's Day was invented by who? Uh, Hallmark. Yeah, I don't know who specifically in, no like, I guess the Probably Catholic Hallmark. Church? No. Technically? Back well, St. Valentine's. St. Valentine. Yeah. When he was canonized. Well, I, th I mean, it was just something people did, and then they turned it into a day eventually. Background of Valentine's ah. Day. The 8th century... Galician, Galatian, I mean, sacramentary mm -hmm. record, recorded the celebration of the Feast of St. Valentine on February 14th. The day became associated with romantic love in the 14th and 15th centuries when notions of courtly love flourished, apparently by association with the lovebirds of early spring. That there didn't you go. really Makes perfect <laughs> sense. Well, yeah, it was just like really? Saint Valentine used to what? get Christians married in secret back when they weren't allowed to. Yeah, and then Christians they, weren't allowed to marry. Yeah, he, he was in some like I, I, don't, I don't know if it was like a Roman Empire kind of thing or what. But well, it was like they, a, they didn't like Christians oh, for a right, very they were long feeding time. Them to the lions. Yeah, they that's didn't like right. Christians for a long time. But he'd marry Christians in secret, and then whoever didn't like that found out and killed him. He became a saint. And then people started celebrating the anniversary of his death, and then it turned into Valentine's Day. Hmm. Who is this mysterious saint, yep. and where did these yep. traditions come from? There's The History Channel has a whole thing about it, if you want to read on it. Yeah, it's very interesting, and every time I watch one of those, I, um, if you ask me three months later how it yep. started, I'll, oh, yeah. I've completely Absolutely forgotten, no idea. even though I've watched. I'll forget tomorrow. Show. Later today, if you asked me, I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, um, Tom, you, you know you, how much you like government waste? Mm-hmm. Want to hear a good one? You know I'd love to hear much it. The U.S. government asked a judge for permission to sell a $300 million Russian super yacht seized in 2020, citing the fact that it's been costing taxpayers $600,000 a month to maintain. A month? The hefty monthly tab includes $360,000 in payments to the 348-foot vessel's crew— plus $75,000 for fuel, and $165,000 in other maintenance like waste removal and food. Who is using the yacht? Now, who is using it? Yeah, who's yacht why is are we why are we paying for some yacht to be used by, I mean, you know, this is just like government people just, hey, yeah. let's yeah. meet John the yacht. It's on the taxpayer's dime. Do you believe this? How much per year? Well... Uh, $360,000 a, a month. A month. One month. So $4 million, a little about almost $4.5 million a year to, to keep this yacht. But why? Okay, so we seized it. And why does anybody get to use it? Why didn't it just get, get it. sold and put that money towards one of their little projects? Well, little there are project. two things that happened yesterday. Uh, you know, the, the House wanted forward with the impeachment they got it by one vote but it's never going to pass the senate so it's not going to go anywhere I so i don't know what we're doing there and then also the election in new york 
They chirp and chirp and chirp about, we have to take care of women. Women have to be empowered. We have to take care of people of color. They have to be empowered. We have to take care of, you know, there are three different things. And as soon as this woman who was a woman who was black uh, is up for election, oh, can't vote for her. She's the wrong party. (laughs) So basically, it's okay to take care of people of color only if they're a member of your party. A woman, only a member of your party. An immigrant, only a member. And I'm not just pointing fingers at the Democrats here. Both parties are doing it. The the Republicans went with this vote that's not going to go anywhere in the Senate. And the Democrats voted out uh, that, well, that guy was gone anyway. But they did not support the woman, the immigrant, nor the person of color because they wanted to make sure their party was in charge. I mean, which, what, what is it? Are you serving the people or are, have you created this hideous system now no. of Republicans and Democrats who can't find their ass with both hands? Like I said, we need to, let's start a union. Yeah, there you a go. A taxpayers union. I mean, I know that the government is supposed to be the taxpayers union, but they're not doing a good no, job. They've been compromised. Sucks. So I think if we, yeah, if we have a taxpayers union, then we would be able to see what everybody's spending all their money on. When they have yachts, we'd be able to find out who's on it and spending $360,000 a month, a month. Yeah. and why that's allowed. And we could find out all kinds of stuff that we don't seem to get any answers to as regular taxpaying citizens. Where is this yacht? I don't know. It doesn't say what city it's in? I didn't read the whole story. Well, you don't have to read, read the whole story. The I was just kind of wondering why they don't just scrap the thing. Well, because it's, well, it's worth, worth a lot of $300 money. million. Yeah. Dollars. Oh, Jesus. Then sell it. Uh, da, da, da. It's kind of the same situation where, hey, we got $19 billion in Minnesota, but we're not going to give it back to you, the taxpayer. We're going to piss it away on other things. The super yacht called Amadea reportedly belongs to Russian billionaire Suleiman Karimov, an alleged money launderer sanctioned by the U.S. in 2018 as one of several oligarchs who profited from the Kremlin. 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 Hell. That guy is worth $9.1 billion. Uh, It was seized at the request of the U.S. government in Fiji. Um, it doesn't say yeah, whatever where it is. I bid a thousand. Well, I'll, I'll take it for a thousand. Well, thousand apparently, bucks. you need six hundred thousand dollars a month to operate it. So, yeah, are you sure no, you only three hundred sixty. Well, no, I'd sell it. I'll buy it from the government. Wait, how can I launder money? I don't know how to launder money. But Does see, anybody that know be how? That would be my question. Why don't they sell the damn thing so we don't have to pay for it? Maybe there's some question whether the United States actually had the right to take it. Oh, or God. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's the government. Like I said, we never know anything that's going on. They just do whatever they want. Look, and I'm not trying to disparage either the Democrats nor the Republicans or the rest of it. But I don't understand how you can be locked in 100% with either one of those parties they do some of the most scummy things on earth, and they both do it. How true. can you support either one? It's like, ugh, I'll stay in the center. Works for me. Yep. Right, vote That's for some Democrats, some Republicans, and try to avoid everyone else. That'd be try magnificent. To avoid it's like, everyone Jesus. else. Well, it's just disgusting. They're pissing away all of our money. What was that? Came, came to how much a year? Five million bucks a year. 360000 a month times 12, Jesus. Andy. 
I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's like $5 million a year. Yeah, just it's 4.3. 4.3. Jesus. Okay, we better get off that before I pop a bolt because I'm so sick of them pissing away our tax money. Our taxes, did you see, honestly, the, the taxes in this country and the spending in this country went up by 18.7% in the last couple of years and the cost of everything just skyrocketed. So we can't afford anything anymore. Wow, well, that's what inflation is. Well, I know, but they keep talking about how wonderful everything is. A friend of mine wonderful. just went and saw, she sat through some talk about, uh, I don't know, from some economist or something. They're just saying, oh, everything is just great. The economy is great. No, that everybody it's not. should just stop complaining, and the economy is great. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe for big corporations and high earners it is, but. People in the middle on down, mm -hmm. not so great. It is not. Okay, the Wall Street Journal's popping up here. I don't see their report so far. Oh, there it is. It just popped up. So the Dow Jones is up today, but it was down, what, 500 and some points yesterday? It bounces around. It makes me insane. Oh, it's up 0.08%. So it dropped by 500 and some points yesterday, and it's trying to inch back now. So Well, the, the Dow is always dependent on jobs reports. Right. Um, and whatever's going on as far as the economy goes. But it's not related directly to the economy. They react to the economy. Yeah. So when it goes down, there's usually been some talk of interest rate hikes or the GDP didn't come in or something, you know, didn't happen. Alex, did you talk to uh, Tevin before he left? Uh, is Deborah Graham going to call in? Or, Tevin is still or here. Or are we calling her? He art is supposed to call us. They're supposed to call. He's okay, still here. So you know. He's lingering in the corner waiting for her call. He's lingering? Like a sad man on Valentine's Day, just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose that'll... Well, we can wait until he gets there. But yeah, the uh, stock market yesterday was down 500-some points. Today, it's up 0.08%. Okay, let me see Not what my E-Trade is doing here. Hmm. E-Trade. My E-Trade. Probably not good. I sold off a lot of my stuff because I was just so disgusted. Okay, while you're looking at that, I want to ask you a question. The six months that short-circuited the electric vehicle revolution. Electric vehicle, is this going to actually happen? Because I've owned three electric vehicles in my life, and there's always been a problem with all three. Well, the new one, so far, there hadn't been any problems with. Well, it'll happen, but they just tried to force it way too early. They did. They tried to force it 10 years before it was ready. Yeah, like we weren't prepared to support the no. electric no. vehicles when they the were battery like, tech wasn't there, the infrastructure wasn't there. There's a lot of things that weren't there. It's still you not really there. No. In a lot of ways. I still still really love the fact that we can't drill for oil in America, but we will drill everywhere else in the world. Well yeah. So I don't understand. Do you think only the United States pollutes? Is that what you're trying to say? The scamming for money in this country is just makes me want to vomit. People fall for it. They do. And it's all around the world. It's not just in this country, but our, our country's right there at the lead of the pack. If we buy oil from Saudi Arabia and then burn it to charge an electric car, yep. people yeah. are thinking, oh, wow, clean energy, I know. infinitely renewable. It's ridiculous. They don't know what the world is actually like. They just, they see, you know, you plug it into your wall. They don't think about where the electricity comes from. I guess not. You just get the electricity and they don't see any smoke or anything. The electricity's good, so... They got to be living a clean, easy life. Well, uh, yeah, I I was looking. I don't know. There was something that popped up about <clears throat> hydrogen cell cars. 
Yeah, that I don't Toyota think Toyota has one that's only and the only place that has these is California apparently. Not anymore. Be, why? I think they just got rid of them. What? Yeah, or at least one chain did. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, oh. I have exciting news. We okay. have we have our guest. Oh, okay. Now you're talking Deborah Graham, ladies and gentlemen. Her book, Psychic Deborah Graham's Guide to Attracting and Keeping Your True Love, and her podcast, Psychic Connection with Deborah Graham. Deborah, how you doing? Fine, and happy Valentine's Day. How you doing? Happy Valentine. Well, I'm with my family. The four of us are all on the show every day. We work it out. Well, three days out of the five, we're all together, and then... Uh, there are a couple of days we're not, but um, yes, I'm very, very happy. It's Valentine's Day. It's Ash Wednesday. I'm sitting right next to yes. my wife and our son. Our daughter is a, uh, engineering the show. So yeah, it's a great day. Wow, that is wonderful. You got the whole family working. That's wonderful. One stop shop. I'm loving on yeah. it. We all hang out together, and we haven't hated each other yet that I know of. <laughs> well, this is but. awesome. We love it. No question about it. So how did you get involved? How, how does a person find out if they're psychic or not? How do you find that out? Well, 
I believe that we're all intuitive to a certain degree. I believe that we all have this intuition to connect. It's kind of like you have a feeling, a premonition. Uh, things may come to you through visions, through dreams, maybe through the other side. So you're always going to connect energetically somehow. But what people miss out on is they're not present. They don't pay attention. I mean, of course, they yeah. may not be as intuitive as I am because this has been my life's work for over 40 years in doing this energy work and healing and helping people, whether they're looking for a match or relationship or trying to communicate with a loved one they lost on the other side. I like mm -hmm. to call myself the one-stop shop. So I teach people not only how to communicate with their loved ones, but to find love and relationship, but to also help them communicate with their own intuition, but pay attention. That's what's important. So if you feel something, always pay attention to it. That is your absolute best sign right there. That's a gift. It's so interesting. Catherine and I met Catherine, my wife, <clears throat> who's sitting uh, right next to me here. We met 44 years ago. Um, I walked. That's beautiful. That's wonderful. <laughs> Praise be to God. Amen. That Thanks. doesn't happen a lot anymore, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. People are, you know, getting married. It's a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, three years down the road. It used to be the seven-year itch. Now it's the three-year itch. Yeah, that's true. Seven-year itch is now the three-year itch. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I, people, one of the reasons people love the uh, the podcast that we do here, we'll do a couple different ones, but one of the reasons is because our family is intact. We don't have anything bad to say about each other. I, I just told Catherine a couple of nights ago, not even thinking that Valentine's Day was coming up, I kissed her goodnight and said, you know, I love you more every day. And it just... Aww. That's wonderful. If well, more people true. could do that, we would live in a happier place. And that is the way it needs to be. It's simple. It's not the jewels and the games and the playing and, you know, all the materialistic things. It's about the little things that are so important. That, that That's priceless, baby. That's priceless. No, I think it's great. You know, both of the children now, Andy's married to Melissa. They have a little boy. Alex is married to Dan. Oh, they have congrats. a little girl and a little boy. Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, everything, I gotta be honest with you, Deborah, my life has worked out beautifully and I think it's because of the people I'm surrounded by. I really do. Absolutely. 100%. Because we talk about that in my book too, Psychic Deborah Graham's Guide to Attracting and Keeping Your Own True Love. We talk about those energy vampires. And if you put yourself in a situation, as I like to call it, around negative vampire people, you're going to attract negative vampire mm -hmm. people and exactly what you said you put your family in a healthy place um you know and because you believe you believe in the higher power whether you call them god allah master teacher creator it's because you believe mm -hmm. and when you believe and you have faith the universe will give you everything you need and that's why you've been able to be where you're at what a beautiful family what a beautiful home a beautiful wife and been married for over 40 years so kudos to you you got to spread that love and i think you're doing a great job god bless well, thank God. Thank you for that, too. But but I, for me, I do run into people, and I don't know, I, I've never asked the rest of my family about this, but I do run into people who listen to this, the show and all the rest of it, and you can tell they've got a little bit of an attitude because our family is so close. Because the four of us are all very close, and then you bring in uh, the other, Jesus, now it's uh, another five people. Um I just think it's great. I just, I, they, so, but some people get very angry. Oh, you've been with the same woman for 44 years. Uh, on July 7th, we'll have been married for 40 years. And, you know, it's not that there weren't any bumps in the road, Catherine. What do you think? 
I know. I've been so terrible sometimes. <laughs> Just terrible. <laughs> terrible, Catherine. That's all there is to it. But, I mean, I, I don't know why. So the way I look at that whole deal is, and it's been brought up to me, how did I get so lucky to find just the right person? And then we had two children, uh, Andy and Alex. Have, they have children now. They're married. Everybody seems very, very happy. It's not a lot of turmoil because I came from a very turmoil-filled family. I mean, they're divorces and murder and all kinds of stuff. It was, I don't know. Is that why I was so singularly focused on finding someone that would be a, a great fit? Well, I'm going to tell you right now intuitively because I'm tapping into your energy, and that's what I do on my podcast, The Psychic Connection with Deborah Graham. The same way I'm going to read use the way that I read everyone else that calls in and gets a reading. It's because your karmic contract is clear. You came into this earth with no karmic contract, and you refuse. I repeat, you refuse to take on your family's karmic debts or energy dna mm -hmm. to clear that energy so what you've done is you've worked extra hard to not be like the rest of them and you raised your vibration by a hundred thousand times to a higher level of consciousness in order to reactivate your cellular energy now what does that all mean that means because you've worked on your belief system you love the one you're with yourself and because you're spreading love and you're giving back to others. And when people are all about gimme, 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 what have you done for me lately? Those are what you call lower vibrational people. And because you've given so much, and I'm not just talking with your wife, your family, your whole life. You're the mm -hmm. person that will stop at the side of the street and help somebody who, you know, is broken down. Most people, they don't do that anymore, okay? But you have that giving energy because you have a very strong star sees energy over you, and you do have three loved ones. You have two females and a male watching over you, okay? So these are loved ones. These are blood-related, and mm -hmm. they're asking for forgiveness, so whatever that means, and also telling you that it is your time that you are transferring into this new beginning of love and if people are jealous of you, that is freaking great. That means you made it. You made it. And let me tell you why. It's because you got something they want. People are not jealous of people that don't have it. You got it. Right. You are in it to win it. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Coming in hot, baby. So I got to ask you one thing about that, because I agree with you 100%, by the way. When people don't like it, the fact that you have this wonderful life, you've been successful, you have a great family, you have this, you have that, and blah, 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 they want to harm you, uh, particularly in the state of Minnesota. They love to backstab people in the state of Minnesota. There's no question about really, it. Really? I thought you guys were the salt of the earth. Minnesota? Oh, my God. You should come down to, like, the north side. Come to New York. Come to South Florida. Then you'll see what backstabbing people are. You're the salt of the earth, man. <laughs> well, there you go. And well, we're in South Florida right yeah, now. We're in South yeah. Florida right now, so that works. But there you here's go. what I'm... You know? Deborah, here's the, the problem I, I have like with that. that. Let's say, you know, because I, I, I've been in the radio business for 54 years, didn't, done very well, had the number one morning show in America. This podcast is doing extremely well. I'm a very, very happy guy. So some people don't like me because I'm successful. But then when they go after me and try to hurt me, they're hurting my wife, my son, my daughter, their husband, their wife, their children. Don't they realize if they go after you, they're hurting everyone else in your family as well. I could never do that. No way. Yeah, no. You, you're you that kind of person. You want to give back. And like you, like you just said, you're in an area, you're in a place right now, being in South Florida, where there is a lot of backstabbing people, okay? 
But what's happening is that drives you to move forward deeper and larger and stronger to get to the ultimate goal. And it's because you're teaching, okay? A lesson learned is a lesson earned. And this is great. I hate to say this to you. I'm going to say something to you that probably somebody else would not even tell you, not even a therapist. It was the best thing that you chose your mom and your dad because FYI, baby, they didn't choose you. You chose them, okay? This was kind of like the only bus that was available. So, unfortunately, (laughs) this is what you got. But it was good because you have to go through all that trauma. You have to go through all that because maybe if you had it all given to you on a silver platter, guess what? You wouldn't be where you're at. You wouldn't have your kids. You wouldn't have your family. You wouldn't have your wife. So you got to thank them Mm -hmm. for what they put you through and where you're at versus where you could have been. Do you see what I'm saying? So the real truth is you have made it. You've made it. You're growing. Your energy's growing. And you're able to connect and be able to help so many other people. And you're going to live into your high 90s, baby. You ain't going nowhere anytime soon. Oh, I love it. Catherine, what do you think of that? High 90s. High 90s? <laughs> she goes yeah. high. So you're going to have to really enjoy him, girl. You're going to be around for a long time. Mm. <laughs> We've seen high 90s. It's not pretty. Yeah. And Tom is like the most gracious. Brain, so that's good. No Tom's Alzheimer's, no dementia, baby. That's true. Oh, none of that. That's great. No. Nope. No Alzheimer's, no dementia. Nope. What? Do you mean as, as of today? Or is this the rest of my life? So what you were going to make a point, though. I was going to say you're you're not the most gracious patient. Pa- what do you mean patient? Mm. I've already told you. If, you. if you get sick, you're going right in the nursing home because I can't take care of you. Oh, my God. If I get sick, I get there to go to the nursing home. Well, so you better not get sick. Stay healthy. <laughs> No, he's going to be good. And you know what? She says it now, but you guys are the love of each other's life. You guys are twin flames. Did you ever hear that terminology before? Mm Mm-hmm. There's three kinds of soulmates. There's love, there's sex, there's love that will change you forever. There's soulmates, there's connecting soulmates, and there's twin flame soulmates that are very, very rare. I repeat, very rare. And I believe that you guys are twin flame soulmates. I feel like you guys are two physical bodies, but one connected soul. So the interesting about both of you is, you run off of each other's energy. So, for instance, if you're in a great mood and you're doing well, she's in a bad mood, she's not doing so well, your mood and your energy is just going to change. And you don't even need to be at the same place at the same time. You could be somewhere else, but you can tap in to each other's energy. So this is the unfortunate part. It will be the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. But one thing with you guys is there is no problem, so are only solution. And that's why your marriage is going to last until that do you part. So I don't see any other partners, no other... You know, in between, no other for nows, no third parties. So you guys are together. You guys are in it to win it. That's a good thing. I just read a statistic that said that there's fewer marriages happening. Yeah, a lot of people don't want to get married. They want partners these days. Well, you know, Europe does that a lot. They don't get married. You know, that's a big thing in the U.K. They have partners. Okay. Well, so what does that mean for having children? They're just... just they don't care about the legal ramifications about not being married and all that or exactly. is it working people okay. are just doing it heck people are having surrogates people are having other people having them for you sperm donors sure yeah that is true no question <laughs> alex what do you think of this the world that we live in is so different these days than what it was 25 30 years ago hell even sure. 15 years ago 
people mm-hmm. are doing it on their own. You know, people are like, you know, screw this. I'm doing this on my own. I'm going to do what I need to do to make my life happen. And if you're that person that falls into that category, well, kudos. Go do it. Go do what you got to do. Live your best life. Enjoy your life. And not everybody is marriage material. You know, you want That's to be true. married, you get married. You stay married. You don't want to be married, then you get a partner. Or some people are born destined to be alone until they're ready to die on a rock by themselves. <laughs> Andy, can you imagine being a parent to Ethan right now by yourself? Oh, God, no. (laughs) Wouldn't work very well. Got the two-year-old, Deborah. He's two, and he's a menace to society right now. He is. I just have to get a St. Bernard with some some juice in that little barrel that they have in their neck. So he can just walk over and give him some juice whenever he wants. Well, Deborah, I will tell you this. His son, Ethan... I love the kid. Although he stole my birthday, I was born November seventh, so he was born November seventh. So it's no longer my birthday. But other than that, that, you know, look what a gift! Look what a gift! You you got yep. the best gift that ever. You got the gift of life, baby. That's amazing. You can't you can't put um you can't put a price tag on that for nothing. That's a very That's good a very point. Good. I wonder what uh, Ethan's psychic energy would be like. Mm. It would fill the room. Yeah, do two-year-olds sure. have psychic energy? <laughs> yeah, well, good question, Deborah. Do do two-year-olds have psychic energy? Absolutely. I believe that their energy is more open as children because they're able to connect and communicate with spirit. As I told you in the beginning, my ability started up really, really strong when I was around six years old. And because I came from a third-generation psychic family that it wasn't boohooed, okay? So I believe that we all have intuition. It's just that you need to help them and allow your children at that young age to develop it and don't push them back and be like, oh, you're crazy, you're seeing things, you're feeling things, or this is just an imaginary friend. What if they are speaking to some loved one? What if they are speaking to a spirit? Connect with their energy. So, yes, absolutely. I believe that some of us are more in tune than others, obviously, but I believe that, yes, 100 percent pay attention to your kids and if they're talking to spirit encourage them encourage them encourage them because that's their own intuition that's the third chakra otherwise called the Gita. what do you think of that andy and alex there you go i mean you got what what are they now seven and five six and eight seven and five seven, seven and five, five there yep. you go yep so yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, kids, it makes sense that they'd be more open to things because they're just living in the moment and everything as it comes. And adults are kind of living out of habit and just don't think about much, it seems like, some days. You're just kind of going through the motions. So makes sense. Yeah, it does kind yeah, of. Yeah, 100%. Yep. Yeah, you got to pay attention. Like my, my two-year-old grandson... He speaks to Papa and Grandma all the time because we have a picture of them in the living room. So he's always feeding them and doing and talking. I mean, he's literally having a conversation. And I'm like, okay, they're communicating. You, like, you, you just can tell. Like, there's somebody there and there's somebody they're speaking to, not just to a picture. And you're like, okay, he's, he's connected. And we just let him be. That's his intuition. You just got to let him roll, let him be. And as they get older, their vibration will change, their energy will change, and that will help them succeed and navigate whatever it is that their career path may be. Deborah, how is it that people, like like when I met Catherine, I, I walked in and uh, to my attorney's office and she was, you were just kind of filling in at that point, weren't you? No, I had a part-time job there. You had the part-time job there. But I walked in and I was talking to her and she was a kind of a smart ass to me, which by the way, was a home run. I love, love smart ass people. Right? 
I feel like the universe put her there for you for a reason. That's what I'm channeling right now. I feel like you guys are rekindled playing. You guys been together at least 14, 15 past lights. Really? Well, 14, 15 yeah, times? When will I learn? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you guys keep coming back sort of kind of to do it over again and again and again and again. And I feel like this is your guys' completion. You won't have to come back and do this rodeo again. Oh, okay. This but, is it, Tom. Next life. I don't know that I ever <laughs> asked Catherine. Her I don't know if I ever asked Catherine this question, but um, I talked to her a little bit. And then she was doing going to journalism school, and I was doing a lot of voiceover at the time, so she wanted to interview me for uh, for her journalism school credits or whatever it was. But actually, we went out to dinner and had, had a nice dinner, and she interviewed me at dinner and all the rest of it. And I don't know if there are things that go on in the universe, but one of the first things that connected Catherine to me is we sat down and we're having dinner, and I found a hair in my food. So I took it out and set it aside. Then I found two more hairs in my food. I'm grossing out right now. And Catherine said to me, what is the matter over there? And I said, well, Jesus, there's a wig in my food. And she started laughing so hard. That was the point I figured... You know, I could spend a lot of time with this woman. There's no question. She thought that was hilarious. You remember that? Yes, I do. So it was a good comeback. <laughs> oh, so she, I so came up with a good comeback. That was. You got to thank them because that was the beginning to your life. Was yeah. that thanks that was. for shedding in my food. Yes, thanks for putting three hairs in my food because I ended up with Catherine. So thank you very much for that. Fantastic. But it, yeah, I mean, I. I I've, I don't know if I've ever asked you this, Catherine, but I kind of knew within the first week of knowing with you that I could spend a lot of time with you. How long did it take you? I'm still thinking about it. She's still thinking about it after so 44 concerned. years. She's not convinced it's going to work. <laughs> There's no question about that. I have a fun kind of sidekick story about oh, see? Dan and me. Right. <clears throat> we were on a boat, the family, the four of us, with a psychic. And she did a reading to me, and she told me uh-huh. that I was going to marry someone named Steve, which did not happen. And I was going to have twins, which did not happen. But I did marry a twin. And when she told me I was going to marry a man named Steve, I got a very clear picture of somebody in my head. And this was when I was like 11, 12 years old. I got, she was like, you're going to wow. marry a man named Steve. I got a super clear picture of somebody in my head. And when I walked in on our first date, because we met online, so I'd seen pictures of him and stuff. But when I walked into our first date and I opened the door and he was waiting for me in the entryway, I looked at him and I was like, it's him. Like that's There's not, Steve. That, There's like, Steve. Like when she said Maybe Steve and Steve I got it. I don't know. I mean, Maybe it was Steve McQueen. Well, I, da- I dated a guy who had a brother-in-law named Steve, and I was like, maybe that's where the Steve came from. I'm not sure. But I like it was just interesting to me. When I saw him, I was like, this is the guy that I had in my head and like who I saw. You manifested him. So whatever she did, she planted a seed. I mean, obviously she was wrong on the name. Yeah. But she planted a seed. And you married somebody with the twin energy, but you were able to connect. So right there at that moment, it opened you up. And the universe connected you guys. You guys are rekindled flames. I mean, this is what it is, you know. And 
it, it took a strong personality to even get you, girl, because you were a hard ass. You understand what I'm saying? You're that kind of person. You got to get it done the right way or not at all. Yeah. And that means that you're you're in the driver's seat. Come on, let's 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 say it like it is. We know who drives the show. It's you because you're that kind of person. You're ADD. You got to get things moving and grooving. And you're Ooh, very she knows you because that's just the way you are. That's your energy. You're very you know you're straightforward. You're analytical. What you see is what you get. But one thing I can tell you, you have to be with somebody who was at that level that was really going to move your energy because it was going to take a lot to move that energy, girl. And he did it. He busted the move, girl. He busted right through that vortex of energy. <laughs> I love Bless that. him. Bless him. <laughs> yeah, no question about it. Now, Andy, turning to you, how did you? How did your relationship work out? Where did it start? How did it happen? Uh. I mean, basically the same as Alex's. Honestly, we met online, and that was that. Well, Easy you, peasy. So when you walked in and you saw her, you, did you know? Because like the first like, time oh. I saw your mom, I knew there was something. I didn't know we'd end up together, but I thought, oh God, I would end up with a that kind of woman, mm. you know. So did you know that when you first met Melissa? I don't think when we first met, like, you know, walk in the door kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I know it's very cliche to say, but, like, after maybe two dates, we definitely both had that feeling of having known each other for a very long time, oh, yeah. even though we yeah. hadn't. Mm -hmm. So I think that was a big indicator for me. Well, I remember when I met Melissa and kind of got to know her a little bit. And, like, I always would tell people, I'm like, Andy's going to end up with somebody that's this, 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 and this. And I met her and I was like, yep, here she is. Like this really? is exactly really? who I. Yeah. Hmm. You manifested for me. I did. I guess. I don't know. I <laughs> no effort like, on my part. I seriously part. was like, this is. She is exactly who I had always been. Like Andy's going to end up with somebody like this, yeah. and really? it is her. Yeah. Huh. So. So what's what's You're that welcome. all? Because she's the same person every day. That's what I'm picking up on. She's never changed. She's always the same person. And what you see is what you get. And that's she's very authentic. That's the word that keeps coming up. Authentic. Authenticity, her energy is just very like what you see is what you get, and that's why you guys are going to last a lifetime. God bless. Well, thank you. A lifetime, Andy. Well, and so far, everybody's in good shape. You only have the two kids right now. You only have the two right now. I have the. I'm the daughter, and I have two kids. Mm, I got one. Okay, because I'm picking up on another baby coming in, so I don't know which one of you guys. But Not I'm us. Another soul coming in, just so you guys <laughs> know. Us. Well then, man. So get ready. To get ready. Good, I'm telling good you, good luck, already. Andy. It's not us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It could be mom and dad. <laughs> not mom and dad. I was adopting either. another no, puppy. We know it's not that's mom and dad. We know it's not mom and dad. That, that <laughs> no. ship done came in and sailed, baby. Ours, ours will have that sailed, sailed in two months. It will have be no longer oh, possible yeah? for us to have children. Well, there you go. <laughs> that's the whole deal. Now, Deborah, I do want to ask you about psychic connection with Deborah Graham. What's your podcast all about? The podcast is about finding love, connecting with love, soulmates, whether you're wanting to communicate with a partner on the other side, somebody who you've lost, uh, a loved one, and also people call about, you know, their job, their career. I mean, I've had, wow, I've had people call it just about everything. They call about their animals. They talk about their spirit guides. Um, we talk about communication. Um, it, it's kind of like an educational show because not only am I reading you, I'm teaching you and I'm learning you how to communicate with your spirit. It's like I said, it's a one-stop shop. You know, you ask, you shall receive, you shall seek it, you shall find it. It's what it is. On the Psychic Connection with Deborah Graham, wherever you listen to your podcast. So people can call in and ask you questions about things that have happened to them or feelings they have well, or dreams they've had. Well, they, they, they call and talk about that. 
Well, this is what happens. They'll call in. They'll give me their birthday. Uh, they'll give me one question, and then up from there, I'll just start reading them and just telling them whatever I'm seeing. Do you are, are you capable of always reading somebody, or are some people not easy to read? Nope, I can do it 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days a year. I like to say my antennas are always buzzing. They're always on fire. Do you have to drink a lot? <laughs> you know what? It's interesting. <laughs> I would love to drink, but I am allergic to alcohol. I know, and okay. I'm Greek, right, man? Big fat Greek <laughs> wedding. I should be like, you know, hey, Uzo, Kumbado, let's get it done. But that doesn't work. <laughs> I, I drink. One, I'm a one-drink maximum. My husband says I'm a cheap date. He says, thank God, you know, you are married because God knows what could have happened. And my marriage was arranged, by the way. We had the big fat Greek wedding. Wow. Oh, so I have a question. Amazing. Did you know right away? What's your husband's first name? George. Okay, did you know the second you met George, or did you have a feeling? Like, when I met Catherine, it's was like, ooh, that is, you know, first of all, Catherine's ooh. a very tall woman. <laughs> but no, I just kind of walked ooh. into my, why are you shivering? <laughs> just I mean, that, ooh. Well, I was impressed with you. I mean, I think it would be good to be impressed with you. Well, no, I got to be honest with you. No, I didn't want to marry him. My marriage was arranged. My mom said, no, you're going to marry him, and you guys are going to be together. And I was like, no way. I don't want to get married. So, of course, she said, you're going to leave the house. You're going to go move in with your aunt, and you're going to stay there until you decide. So I stood with her for about three, four days, and I said, oh, no, I'm going to end up like her. So next thing you know, six months later, we're married. So here we are. So to be honest with you, that's what my mom did. She nudged us, and she was, you know, spot on. Obviously, she was psychic as well. God bless her soul. She passed away about 30 years ago. But the reality is that's kind of what I do is I nudge you and help you to get from, you know, A to Z to kind of navigate and kind of call myself a human weed whacker to clear you from whatever low vibrational energy is in the way to kind of help you push through it. Because sometimes what you think you need and what you want is not always what it is. So I always tell okay. people, keep an open mind. Be open. I'm like shallow how. I don't look at you. I look in you. And that's how I'm able to connect people with their partner, their soulmate. Even if they're online dating and they'll show me a picture, I'll be like, no way, no way, no way. Some of my clients just hate me because I'm like, nope, he's not the one until we find the one or she's the one or he's the one or however it works, communicating and connecting because you want to be with somebody who's going to last a lifetime, not a wham, bam, thank you, man. So how often are you, are you, do you make appearances on radio stations, on podcasts and things like that? Is it a daily thing for you? Uh, no, our podcast is a weekly show. It drops out every Friday. And, uh, you know, reading people, I'm reading people every day. I, like I said, I work about 18 hours a day every day. The reason I asked you that is because I just got a couple of messages. My watch shows me my messages. And uh, a couple of people are asking if you could come on and take calls from listeners sometime. Absolutely, 100%. I would be happy to. Okay, we got to talk about that because they'd be very interested. They think, well, first of all, I think the listeners, because I I was on a a radio show for 37 years in town, and now we've been on this show. uh, It's coming up on a year next week, as a matter of fact. Congrats. But they're they're very interested to find out because – they think that you just nailed my family, that you, everything that you said about my family is pretty much spot on. Well, they know you better than I do. I'm just reading your energy, baby. <laughs> well, there's one thing someday I'm going to tell you that you said during this show that is 100% true, but I can't even tell you what it is yet. I'm just telling you. Okay. It's going to be pretty All interesting. Right. Well, but Art, Art says... 
Deborah needs to go. Oh, Deborah, you got to go. I'm sorry, but Deborah, why don't we stay in touch? Um, you, Definitely, I would you, love to come back where you could bring some of your listeners on, and I would be happy to do readings. And if they want to get a free five minute reading live on the air, all they would need to do is go to psychicdebragram.com. That's psychic. DebraGram.com, and they could either get a one-on-one reading with me, or they could come live on the podcast and listen in wherever you listen to your podcast. The Psychic Connection with Debra Graham. We'll get it done. We'll talk to you very soon and have you on again because our listeners want to ask you questions. All right? Oh, yes. I'm happy to be there. God bless you guys, and happy Valentine's Day. Enjoy your family. Be well. Thank you. You too, Deborah. Thank you. Deborah Graham, ladies and gentlemen. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't have a, uh, an out time on the, this scripter here, so I didn't know how long she had. But oh, well, Art does depends. a great job with that kind of thing, so I just I will follow Art's lead. Right? Yep. So what do you guys think? I mean, she nailed a couple of things pretty solid. What is the weird thing that you said you can't tell her? I'll tell you the same time that we can <clears throat> talk about it on the air. What? She said something that is 100% true, but I can't tell anybody what it is yet. Why? If she said it, I'm confused. Well, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Um, something that I've always thought was interesting about our family and, like, dynamics and whatever is... Dad, you are a very attached person. Like, you need people around you all the time. And, like, you always want to be around mom. And, like, you have a hard time being away from her. Yes. And Andy's that way. And, like, he's always been that way with anybody he dated. Like, he's always just wanted to spend as much time with them as possible. And now him and Melissa. And Melissa is that way too like they just always want to be together and in their house and with each mm-hmm. other yeah we're we're together 99 percent of the day yeah and mom is more independent she is like a i need to be doing stuff and i need my own space and all that sort of thing and i'm that way and dan is also that way like dan and i are both very very independent and i think it's interesting because like you two have the mixture of one person that's really a Attached. I mean, not attached. What am I trying to say? What's the word? Mom, what is involved. dad? Not involved. Because you're both attached and involved. What is clingy? the word? Yeah, kind of clingy. Yeah. I codependent? Mean, sure. Codependent. <laughs> what? That's the word I'm looking for, codependent. Because, Dad, you're, you're codependent. Mom's independent. And, Andy, you're codependent. Melissa's codependent. And then Dan and I are both independent. And it's interesting that, like, there's each of the three combos in that. And I've just found that to be interesting that it ended up that way. I don't know. You know what's interesting about what you're saying? What drove me to be that way? 
almost not all of them, but almost every one of my friends ended up getting divorced. And I watched it. I watched it happen. Mm, yeah. Some of them got married in their teens and all that. Some later on, some in their early <clears throat> 20s. But I watched their marriages fall apart, and I just said, if I ever get married, I am not going to let this happen. Well, you're mm. just a codependent person, and that's just well, your and nature. It, and it makes it, sense because you're – sorry, Mom. I, sorry. Um, She's on a roll. Okay. I, and it makes sense because it's like you grew up with a lot of – like there wasn't a whole lot of stability in your life. No. So once you found someone that gave you some stability, you're like, I just want to be around this all the time. Like it's great to have stability and consistency and I like this. So it makes mm -hmm. sense. Well, he hasn't always been that way through this marriage. I mean, when we were very first together, he was. And then after we had kids and the radio show started going on, he was yeah, very gone. into just yeah. friends yeah. and yeah, work, friends and work, friends yeah. and well, work. Well, building that show was not easy to do. No. And so, uh, yeah. And it's a good thing I am independent because it was not, uh, I was doing all of, most of the parenting pretty much by myself. Yeah. And yeah. So after, right. yeah, after you, I think, I don't know, realize that, because you you've also got that anxiety part. I mean, you grew, mm -hmm. you grew up in a family that you couldn't rely on. Financially, mm -hmm. right, or really any sort of real support other than maybe just you knew that your mom loved you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you knew that she was doing everything she could to take care of you, but it was hard. It was well, hard because, work because my father had no interest in anybody in the family except for one person. Exactly. So you grew up in all this chaos. So I, right. I, mean, I remember <sighs> when the kids were really little and they could just be tearing the house apart and you'd be sleeping through it mm -hmm. because I almost think that the chaos was soothing to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you have to remember also that building that show to be the biggest show in America took a hell of a lot of work. And a lot of anxiety. There are a lot of people that resented the hell out of me for doing that. And to this day would love to stab yeah. me in the back over that. Right. Well, I'm just saying your priorities changed because when the kids were little, you felt, in my opinion, that most of your problems came from being poor. Yeah. That's 100% And not true. having money. Yeah. That's correct. And you did not want your children to grow up nope. being poor. So nope. it was most important to make money. So, I mean, yeah. And then after, you know, that happened and you felt comfortable or whatever about how much money and your career and all that stuff, then you started coming around more towards the family unit. So, yeah, it hasn't always been that way. I mean, there were times where I don't think I saw your dad more than four hours a week. Yeah. yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, he was gone true, in the morning yeah. on Saturday, out golfing all day long, Saturday, With Sunday, clients. golfing, golfing, golfing. I mean, he came home for dinner and went to bed at 730. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much true. Most I've of the time. got up at 330 in the morning for well, 37 yeah, was, years. So, yeah, Hour so, drive into work. So. Yes, yeah, I mean, and, and my, my point is, is that no marriage stays exactly the same. No. Because your circumstances are, you know, changed. Like right now, you guys are sort of. Well, Alex, you're sort of getting out of it. Your kids are, you know, are getting a little older. They don't take quite so much care. They yep. can be left alone for a few minutes without. Yeah, that's you know. what I'm most looking forward to is being able to leave Ethan alone in a room for 30 seconds without <laughs> someone or something getting broken. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. it, like I said, it does seem like he's never going to stop. 
because he is such he an never active, does stuff. Yeah, but he will. Oh God, you should have seen him yesterday. Oh we God. went to the beach. Yeah. So we go down to the water, and oh I God. we teach him that you can pick up sand and throw it. Mm-hmm. So he spends probably an hour and a half just picking up sand and throwing it into the ocean, <laughs> over and over and over, oh just not God. getting tired. And That's having, what he did. And, and he was just like. He was having the time of his yes, life. Yes, he was. He, he was having he was just... so much fun. My kids, I feel like never, there are some kids that get like fixated on stuff like that. And they're like, I just want to do this over and over and over again for right. an extended period he of time. Does. And I'm like, I, my kids don't have that. Like they have not mm. ever been amused by something specific for more than like 20 minutes. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess. Even Sage when they were can, little. Sage can get a little fixated on a toy or something. Or dressing yeah. up like a hobo or whatever that was. A hobo oh, was man. an old man. Oh, it was an old man, not a hobo. Sorry. School. Yeah, he know. can, I mean, he yes, if there's a new toy, he can play with it for a while. And then it's like, okay, I've done that. But like mm-hmm. just throwing sand or playing in a fountain or like, you know, just like random things. It seems like Ethan gets like really into it and will do something for an extended period of time i'm like my kids never did that just like randomly you know what at that age yeah which well like i said my point is is that you're you're not going to be in the same place in your marriage and unless you're you know willing to adapt or or just put up with the fact that maybe your partner is into something you know and it's driving you know and you wish that they had more to give to you but knowing their background or whatever and knowing how important that is to let them have some latitude and a lot of people can't do that a lot of people cannot give the other person some latitude for a while no you were great at that and and it had that like i said that show the kq morning show would have never been as big as it was if i didn't put literally 18 hours a day into it and you didn't like it but yeah. you man, if I was happen. super a super clingy person that needed to have a husband by my side all the time, we never would have made it no. past no. year one. There's yeah, no way. Well, that's like and two. I mean, <clears throat> and like Andy and I, our marriages will probably have a harder time at very different times. Like Dan and I had a hard time when our kids were teeny tiny, and it was like. I was stuck at home all the time because I always had a kidnapping between the two of them, and I hate. Don't say kidnapping. Kid sleeping. <laughs> kid sleeping, not kidnapping. I always had a kid sleeping, <laughs> and I like I cannot be in my house for twenty four hours straight. Like after twenty four hours straight of being in my house, I'm like I will burn this place down. Get me out of here. Cabin I fever. I can't take it anymore, and so that kind of thing. Like that was hard for us because we're not those type of people that like just like to be at home and hang out and just be there and like Andy you and Melissa thrive being yeah, I got at no home problem with that. like you love being at your yeah, house and not having right. anything to do right now Dan and I are like we are like smashing it like everything is great right now because the kids are in different things and we each take them to their different things and we swap and we're, but we have a good balance of being at home and making dinner every night and all these things. And I feel like Andy, if you and Ethan is in activities and then you end up do having another kid and then that kid's in activities, I feel like that might be the time where you guys kind of have a hard time because you don't like running around and not being together and all that. that. true. You know, and so it's like then you have to learn to adapt to that in the way that 
feels right for you, but know that it's just not going to be an ideal situation, but you just have to do what you have to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is very much... Well, you know, one thing I I was just thinking about this whole deal, Um, Catherine and I, before we even got together, were kind of, in a way, made for each other because, you know, we were going along, then we started dating and spent a lot of time together and all the rest of it, and then we talked about getting married... And Catherine said to me, you know, maybe you're not going to like this too much, but after we get married, I'm not going to take your name. I'm going to keep my my same last name. And I said, good, I don't care, whatever. Well, first of all, Bernard and Brandt are just about the same name anyway. They're close. So they're very, very close, but I didn't care at all. A lot of guys would have a fit if their wife didn't use their last name. I couldn't care less about something like that. And then when the two of you were born, uh, Andy being born first, of course, do you know how you ended up with the names Brant Bernard. Because Bernard Brandt sounds bad. You flipped a coin, right? We flipped the coin. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It's either be Bernard Brandt or Brant Bernard. We flipped oh, the coin. Brant Bernard be... sounds better. It does anyway. sound better. Brant Bernard yeah. does sound better. It well, does sound better. Although, when I got married, I was like, I don't know if I want to take Rasmussen because like, my mom didn't take my dad's name and like this has been my name my whole life. But then I was like, what the heck am I going to do? Yeah. Brant Bernard Rasmussen, like really? That's not actually my name. I just say that on this show because it's whatever. But I'm like, I can't. And like, <laughs> what would my whatever. kid's last name be? I, and then I ended up just being like, actually, right. going to take Rasmussen because like, I, there's no good. And Rasmussen's a long name, so I was like, if I kept Brant, like Brant Rasmussen, just I'm like, it's too much. <laughs> Sounds like a professional well, and, wrestler, Brant Rasmussen. Yeah. And Dan was Dan didn't like that thought. I remember. He was like totally okay with it when I first was like, I don't know if I'll take your name or not. Cause I didn't change my name until like a week before Fawn was born. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Cause I was like, oh, on her birth certificate. Cause I talked to somebody and they're like, you sh- if you're going to change your name, you should do it before she's born. Because if you change it after she's born, it'll be different on her birth certificate. And if something were to oh, happen, yeah. it could be confusing yep. and whatever. And so, yeah, at first, when I mentioned it when we were dating, he was like, I don't really care. And then once we were married and then i was like i don't know if i'm going to change my name and like felt and he i he it like upset him more i think about having the idea of having kids that didn't have his last name Mm -hmm. i don't know but no no, but then again once again yeah what happens if you have four girls and they all get married and they all take another name they're not gonna have your name anyway yeah that's true i I mean yeah i know (laughs) It's only in names, not that big a deal. It's it's really not. I don't know. But then it was, I mean, growing up, Andy, I don't know if you got this a lot because I did. Everyone constantly thought you two were divorced because I had two last names. Everyone oh, really? Yeah, all I the guess, time. No, I never got that, no. no people ask me all sense, the time, though. like, you, your parents must be divorced or are your parents are divorced? Why do you have two last names? And, like, just explaining it to people, it was like, no, mm-hmm. my mom just didn't take my dad's last name. I have two names. What I got a lot and I still get a lot is they'll ask me for my last name and I'll say Brant Bernard. And they say, no, just your last name. Because yeah. they think I'm saying Grant Barnard. Oh, oh yeah. Grant Bernard. I know. Yeah. I, I honestly, it's I like, mean, how hard think is I'm this? the only woman in the world that didn't. It's like, really? It's I'm the only woman ever that didn't change her name? <laughs> I mean, hey, that's no. how it feels sometimes. I mean, even uh, women. Yeah. You say, you didn't take your husband's last name? I said, I no, I didn't. What? I, I know. It's like, this is 2024. This isn't some well, new and concept. It's like, there's also a huge Hispanic <clears throat> population in America, and Hispanic people often have like six or seven names because right. they just keep tacking them on. They do, yeah. yeah. When they get married, they just add the name on. They don't yeah. change it. Yeah. Right. So it's like, how do these, you know, like when these people ask for their last name, 
and they say three different names, are they like, oh, I can't believe you're doing that? Yeah. I know. My well, only I think you'd be used to it. By my now. only friend that didn't change her last name when she got married was my friend that they aren't having children because she was like, why? Why does it matter? If no, we're not having go. kids, then that like eliminates the, you know, oh, we're all the same kind of thing. So she didn't take his last name. Yeah, I mean, Catherine, your mom already pointed out that it ended up Brant Bernard. But if it ended up Bernard Brant, what's the difference? Sounds the same anyway. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's and like, like I, said, I thought about weird. having I was like, Sage's name could be Brant. I was like, that's like a cute. But I was like, but then everybody would think he's saying Grant. Yeah. His whole life. And that would be annoying. Oh, and whenever I give my last name, everyone's Grant, Catherine Grant. I'm like, buh, with a B. Yeah. Wow. I have had it written down Grant a million times. Oh, I bet. So. Yeah. Well, that's like I mean, when Fawn got her scholarship at the dance thing. Fawn Rasmussen. Fawn Rasmussen. Yeah, Rasmussen. Rasmussen. Brandit. We got a lot. Yeah, Brandit. Yes. Yeah, I always know yeah. it's a it's a marketing call when they go, Catherine Brandit? Brandit. Yep. Yes. Click. <laughs> Have they never seen German words spelled out? No. Well, most people did drop the D. Yeah. Did they really? Yeah. Most brands, you'll see a ton of them in the, you know, mm-hmm. in the world yeah. without the D. Well, I know the original German out. doesn't have the T. It's brand, <clears throat> brand. which means sword. sword. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's mm-hmm. why I say brandish. Yep, exactly. Or firebrand. Firebrand, yeah. yep. Oh, Fiery sword. There you go. All right, I thought it was a brilliant show today. We learned a lot about ourselves and other people. So, many so that's we're soul twins, twin soul flames, twin flames, twin flames. Twin flames. Twin flames. Twin flames. Flames. Like soul twins. Soul twins. I mean, twins. you call oh, it, it like you a, call it what feels right to you, Mom. Soul twins sounds like a '70s cartoon about yeah, two cheesy superheroes. Like, yes, yeah. It's like we the Wonder Twins, but that cartoon. It's like Black music. Wonder Twins, the Soul Twins. Soul Gee, with AI, we could do that. We like can just it. do that. I yeah, could do it right probably now. could. Yes. Yeah. yeah let's do it. <clears throat> All right, Mom and Alex won't be around tomorrow, Andy, but I'll see you tomorrow. Yep. We won't be back I'll until Tuesday. Here. What's that? We won't be Tuesday. back until Tuesday. It's President's Day you, Monday. So what? We usually don't have a show on President. Well, we can talk we about this later. Are we we don't usually have Monday? a show on President's Day. Well, you guys don't have to if you don't want to. No, I'm saying I mean, we as a, co- a collective. That's what I'm saying. If you, don't, if you guys don't want to do it, I'm going to do the morning show on Monday. But we don't have to do this show. <laughs> we can solve this later. Yeah. All right. All we'll right. talk to you later. <laughs>